Anthony Rogers from the Anthony Rogers Show podcast, correct? Yeah, I yeah. am. How are you? I'm gone. doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Doing great. Doing fantabulous. <laughs> so rumor has it, fantabulous. Fantabulous. Rumor has yeah. it, you're the unknown guy who interviewed interviews known people, correct? Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Some people know me, I imagine. I don't know. But yeah. no, people say that. No, I've heard people say that because they're like this, like Nardbar guy, just like this, like you had like got like Drake on or something. Like, but no, I think I don't know. It depends on how, how you look at it. I mean, I got a lot of. I, don't know. I ran for office, got like sixty thousand votes. I mean, so people, some people know me, I guess. But um, I don't know. It just depends on where you're at, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. So, right. You ran for office. I didn't get that deep. So, <laughs> so, so, please explain. Like, what did you run? Where and how? Well, I ran for uh, U.S. Congress uh, um, in Missouri's first district, which is like St. Louis and some surrounding areas. I got 60,000 votes with no budget at all. So it's all Internet. So, I mean, I yeah. imagine that's what I was saying. I imagine some people know me if I if I spent no money, I got 60,000 votes. No, but I don't know. I was yeah. just saying, I don't know. We, we know you that. <laughs> at, at least 60,000 people least did. 60, 60, 60. Yeah, at least, yeah, it, it, not any more than that. I mean, <laughs> no one else. No one else does. <laughs> just... <laughs> 60,000 and three. three. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Now it's three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome, man. What, what, okay, before we so cool. get into everything, what got you into politics? No, oh, the way the world was going and how ridiculous it was. And like, uh, they voted for an illiterate over me. So I just gave up. I'm like, whatever. Like, like you know, like, like just keep voting for terrible people that screw you over and lie to you. I don't know. I tried to help them, but they didn't care. So, yeah, yeah. obviously, I, I came in second place. I was, I was a Republican nominee for, um, for US Congress and I lost to an illiterate moron, basically. Oh, okay. But, okay. All right. My perspective. Man. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, dude, that's what you get when you try to try to front in St. Louis, man. You right. know, yeah, you try to help people and they don't even want to help themselves. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's that cycle. No, the cycle. So, who you have a new comedy album, correct? Yeah, yeah, it just came out like um, a couple weeks ago, I think. A couple days ago for me, and I've listened to it four times. I kind of dissected it. That's how I do things. And that's how I got those four listens. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was wondering like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four <laughs> listeners. <laughs> You're welcome. I was, I was wondering. Are, are, are you serious? Um, <laughs> um, so, what? You, you you had it on Apple, but why not Spotify? Why is Spotify giving you uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Why are they lowballing you, man? I think because of the kind of jokes I make. Um, but they they won't say that. Like, uh, I go through like TuneCore, which anybody anybody can self distribute an album. Like, just go to TuneCore or like websites like that. But um, but uh, I, I went to. I'm talking to them, and I'm like, why am I not on Spotify? They're like, oh, well, it's spoken word, and spoken word's not in America. I'm like. Clearly, other people have comedy albums, so I'm like on Spotify. So I'm just yeah, like, right. what, I, I was just trying to argue it. I think it's because I just made fun of a lot of stuff. You know, it's probably what I, what I think. I think I, I don't know. People are really uptight about certain certain like topics. I don't even think it's edgy. Like I feel like they think it's edgy. I think it's just being matter of fact, like narrating the world. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We'll we'll get to that. But one of the things that uh, we didn't know of you until Anthony Segura episode. And he, okay. he said, basically, you guys got to meet because I asked him about Carol Baskin and Ted Nugent. Right. And oh, he yeah, told yeah. us about all you have to do is ask. And he said your name, Anthony Rogers, is infamous of just all you have to do is ask. What's the worst they're going to say? No. Right. So I'm like, dude, I need to get this guy. And so since Anthony Segura, shout out Revolution Coffee Company. Uh, yeah, one of, my, one of my favorite sponsors. Yeah, I know he's awesome. Yeah, awesome he's guy. Right. 
Yeah, he's big he's, as fuck. He's I met him in person. He's huge. He's like a big yeah, ass dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he sounds like it. He sounds like it. He's like six yeah. four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like I'm six two, and he I thought he was big. You know, it's like was, was, he's a pretty big dude. Yeah, I, I could only imagine. You know, I would not want to brawl with him. But right. he, he told me about you and how you hooked him up with Carol Baskin. Not just Carol Baskin, but Carol Mother Baskin. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? What's what's it gonna hurt? So I took. His, I took his, uh, what, what is it? Uh, I can't think right now. What? His yeah. suggestion yeah. and just went with it. And man, ever since then, people have not said no. So, yeah. so <laughs> dude, thanks to you, man. I just been like, okay, hey, would you guys be on the podcast? Yes. Oh, really? So I give a lot of props to you, man. And thank well, you thanks, so brother. much. Well, thanks, brother. Really. Yeah, I learned that from my grandpa. My grandpa, like, he was in he was in World War II in the Navy, and he was the only one that got mail. And everyone everyone would ask him how he got mail. He's like, "We got to send letters to get letters," you know. Like that's what he always told people. And like, like he was just like kind of like I feel like I kind of got that from him. And that's what that's I mean, kind of how I get guests and such. I just ask everybody whatever I want, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so man, it's worked. And some of the guests, some of the guests, we we will get to that. I really want to talk about the guests and just promote more of your I want to your hear CD. About the yeah, the, the guests alone, yeah. man. It, like how you got these guests yeah, and wow. just yeah, network's the, crazy these days, isn't it? Like yeah. <laughs> the network's the network's getting crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So while, the the most known unknown person. This <laughs> is like crazy. So out of the blue, right? So your comedy. What, how do you explain your comedy? How, how if somebody asks you how your game in comedy is, what would you state? I just so. talk into a microphone. I don't know. I, I gotta, it's not. It's not even hard. I don't think comedy is even hard. You know, I think people put it on a pedestal. But it's just like a conversation with people. You know. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I think everybody tries to act like it's like deeper than it is. Like to sell records or whatever. You know. I think it's just like to be honest, just talking. It's the same thing you guys are doing right now. Okay. <laughs> just like just talking into microphones. Yeah. Just like that's like the you know. What I mean? Pointing out some funny things. <laughs> yeah, just say, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. yeah. yeah hopefully, yeah. <laughs> you do, you do make a point to to state to your get your guests or your audience that you are Christian. And, and, and no, I'm Christian. Now, is that is that a uh, well, a Christian comedian? Does that hurt or help you? Well, I mean, I, I think it, I think it helps me. I don't know. I I, I think. Well, I think it's funny because, like, I think a lot of people, like, when I was growing up, like, they would be like, be like, watch out, watch how fast you can trigger this Christian or, like, blah. And I, and I think it's funny to do the opposite to atheists and, like, Satanists and stuff and just, like, bait them into, like, and, like, piss them off and just be like, I don't really care, you know? And I, I think it's kind of funny. And, like, um, I argue with, like, the Church of Satan. I, I used to have a Twitter account with a lot of people and it was verified and stuff before it got deleted for free speech is fake. Um, yeah. But, like, uh, but, yeah, but, 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 yeah, I would, I would argue. <laughs> I would argue with like the church of Satan on there all the time and just like make fun of them, call them all like fat losers and stuff. And, and like, they would just like have no idea what to do. Cause like Christians don't typically like aren't as aggressive, I guess. And I, and I feel like it's kind of funny. Like, you know, I would just like make fun of like, just, like atheists and like, just like uh just Satanists and a bunch of stuff like that. Cause I think yeah. that's like, that's like a blank area. Like in the nineties, you had to be so edgy. Like Marilyn Manson would be like the antichrist superstar. Like, you mean like, he'd be like, Oh, I'm literally the antichrist guys. And, and then like, that's so worn out and boring and just so low level and so low energy. That it's like funnier to come at these people who, who no one ever comes after. Like, I mean, no, no one ever comes after an atheist. It's like, like, well, at least you won't be in heaven with me, you know? And then they're like, what the fuck? You know, it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, at least yeah. I finally get rid of you guys in death, you know? And like, they, they, they just kind of, <laughs> 
I just, I just kind of don't know how to take it. And, I, and, I, and if you, to answer your question, I guess you asked me, how do I see my comedy? I'd rather make people feel stuff than laugh. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather like mess with them and like make them like change emotions a million times. And like, and like, just, I'd like, I'd rather leave them angry than, than happy. You know, it's like, it's this weird thing. I don't know. And I do it sometimes and sometimes I'm nice. I don't know. It just depends on the mood I'm in really. What, what got you into comedy? Um, I was a writer for thought catalog and, um, I got blacklisted um for i i've been in so many careers for like three months and they get pissed because i steamroll everybody and then yeah. they try to make excuses and call me names they call try to call me a white supremacist like like <laughs> i look like this it's like fucking insane it's, right. just, it's like literally insane that's what they try to call me but but no i wrote this article like making fun of something and like um and making fun of all these like riots and protests and stuff and just like how like just bullshit they were and, and like uh and like made fun of it and then like uh and they and they just like banned me from like writing for all these articles i was writing for thought i got like two million reads a day something like that and like i uh, built up a decent facebook following i had a million followers at the time i like uh i was verified on facebook before it's deleted again too i've, I've had like so many verified accounts deleted because they'll, they'll like give me that and then i'll just like like i said just steamroll past everybody they get pissed and like try to limit me a bunch but to answer your question i started as a writer <laughs> and then i and then i and i got banned a bunch and then um i was asked to go on a comedy tour with this like terrible group of comedians and it's really boring but it was exciting it was exciting at the time to be like an RV. They were so bad. They were so bad. And I and I had to open for him, even though I, like uh, whatever that was, whatever opening even means. But like I like this is like all fake ego. I don't know. But like I had to open for these guys, and like uh, and like they were just such a joke. And like I would just make like really messed up jokes, and like I was kind of bullshit at first. I feel like it was like 2014. I wasn't really even that good, probably. Like I mean, I don't even know if I am now, you know. But but I was like way worse then, probably, you know. And like uh, and the first comedy set was a cannabis farmers market in Seattle in 2014 and like everybody's giving me free edibles and like smoking me out nonstop. And then I have to talk into a microphone and I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, Oh man, I still have to do my job, you know? And like, that was like, and, and, and like, I've never even did comedy before ever before that. And they booked, I was booked at this place and I went there and just like, I mean, I don't even know if it was good. I don't know what it was. It was just like, it felt like it was bullshit but people told me it was good. You know, it was like, it was kind of <laughs> <laughs> so so do you, you travel a lot do you travel outside the state of missouri and whatnot or how, how does yeah, that yeah. You? i mean i hadn't i hadn't recently with all the bullshit like uh regulations and stuff i don't really know where to go but i mean i'm starting to again like i got some like chicago shows some arkansas shows some michigan shows i and um and we're kind of doing that through fall we're kind of doing that but like i, I have a school bus i mean I, I turn into an rv i kind of just travel wherever yes. and uh and uh just go wherever the hell wherever i want you know okay and, like, uh, nice Nice. The gas prices, though, man, I'm pretty sure that takes well, up all your it's, bank. It's a diesel, though, right? No, it's diesel, but it's like, yeah, it's two. It's two hundred dollars to fill up the tank, but though we use it quite a bit, though. I mean, we don't. I mean, we don't use. We don't drive far, you know. It's like we'll drive far and then we'll just like be there for a second. Like I'm probably in the Lake of the Ozarks for the rest of the summers. I just love it out there, you know. Yeah. Right. So yeah. for the drug cartels on Ozarks, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's what made it huge, and that's the best market to be in right now in Missouri. I think is ten million people that go a summer now. It was five. If you watch the show's intro, he says five million people every year go there, but it's like more actually because of the show now. Like so, it's like the show, and then like um, and that CNN thing. Whenever they were like people were in a pool, they're like, look at these terrorists in a pool, you know. It was just like, you know, look at these domestic terrorists just swimming, you know, and like, and like fucking like, and like now it's like huge because Missouri is like kind of like a fuck you kind of state. Like, we're, like, I mean, it's kind of I feel like anyway. And it's like so people are just like, oh, Fauci said not to. Now I'm definitely going, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were, you, were you one of them? Oh, yeah. I didn't listen to that idiot whatsoever, man. Like, <laughs> oh, Were you in that pool? At, at oh, no, no. I don't sit in quarantine either. I don't listen to retards and I don't sit in quarantine. I don't know. I was, in, I was in the middle section where I just thought everybody was stupid, you know? Like, uh, so, so we all know right now you're political. 
your Facebook is very political and I've been following you ever since Anthony Segura told me about it. Dude, this guy is an Island uh, short wearing dude with the beard. He's the coolest ever, you know, that was fucking nice of him to say that. That's awesome. Yeah. So ever since then, I've been following you. And I'm like, dude, you're, that, that's some deep seated stuff. You follow yeah, yeah. him? I'm like, wow. Okay. You know, and you know, it, it's, it's funny. It's true, but it, it is, it, it's funny. It's definitely on the edge of, uh, next thing you know, he disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No FBI agent can take me. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I work out five days a week. I don't know. Like, come on, man. Uh, you just walking down the street and van pulls up. You're gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, I feel like, I, I feel like I'm no Chris Rock though. You know, I, I don't feel like they just come up and get me. You know? I feel like I just like, I would just, I would just annihilate somebody trying to get me, you know. Right. I, feel like, I feel like, you know, I work out like five days a week for this. You know, I run like three miles. I just lift a bunch of things. You know, I do a yeah, lot of things. Been, you've been working out a lot too, right? You got into it in January, probably. Yeah, yeah good. Good nice. for you, man. Good for you. Good for you. And hopefully the, you know, the podcast helps you along the way because Miles Mountains and Brews, you know, I do it all, but he does all the barbecue. Don't yeah. don't follow him. Oh, yes. <laughs> don't follow her because she's like a baker, a baker, a she cooks everything. She she barbecues. She bakes. Yeah, dude. I have to go. I know she gardens. She does everything. Yeah, she does everything. I'm just gonna follow you guys in real life. I'm gonna show up at your house and follow you guys everywhere you go in real life instead of the internet. Absolutely. So, the internet's played out. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stalk you in real life. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> follow Instagram. Instagram, you'll get it. So before we go any further, we got to ask you three staple questions, then a couple curveballs, and everything cool. else. Absolutely. So, because we need to know more about you, we know. I mean, pretty sure the listeners know that you're Anthony Rogers, <laughs> the comedian. Yes, yes, yes. So, Dwayne, first question. First question, man. We talk about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, right? You've been a kid before. You're a grown adult. Everybody eats a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, man. How do you make your peanut butter and jelly sandwich? No, a lot of a lot of peanut butter, like creamy peanut butter, and then homemade homemade jelly, man. Like okay, like what kind of homemade jelly? Yeah, Flavor. it depends, man. I've had like grape and a couple other kinds, strawberry. I don't know, just whatever. Like my my wife's family like does this thing where they make like a bunch of uh, homemade jelly like every so often, and I I just try to throw a bunch of that on there. Okay, okay. What's the so how much peanut butter? What's the ratio? Ratio wise, way more peanut butter than jelly. Butter. 90, 10, 80, 20. I, I don't know. I'd say like, uh, I, I don't know a lot. Not that much, but like, I don't know. I'd say like maybe like 70% peanut butter. They're like, whatever. 70, 30. Midwest, Miss West, Midwest boys know how to make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Dude. There you so, go. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Now, my other question on that one though, would you ever put it on a tortilla? I, I don't like tortillas, man. I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. There you go. All right. See? All right. See? You're getting ahead. I got to ask that question. I got to ask that question. I got to ask it. <laughs> oh, by the way, you said your wife. Uh, I saw the pictures. You guys celebrating your birthday. Happy belated birthday yesterday, correct? Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Happy yeah. belated birthday. Yeah, yeah. Happy belated birthday. Mine was Sunday. What do you Wow, uh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, hers was Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. What? It's, it's everybody's birthday on this podcast at the same time. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's crazy. We had some, our parents were busy nine months ago, like years right. ago, huh? Right. <laughs> the, the cable was out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the cable. <laughs> Apparently, man. Apparently, it was, it was out stormy night. They only had a fireplace. Right? <laughs> Let's go. So, y'all, you watch movies. Yeah. So, of course. So, Nick likes Adam Sandler. So, favorite Adam Sandler movie? Um, you can do drama or comedy or 
favorite drama, favorite comedy? Just I do Billy Madison probably. I don't know. That's a classic, man. I like classic Adam Sandler, dude. Okay. 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 Like stop uh, looking at me, Swan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lunch lady. Yeah. He makes a movie like once a month now, though. I mean, he's killing it, man. That guy's probably the most successful, one of the most successful studios in, in, in Hollywood still. Oh. I'd say. A Happy Madison, I'd say that's one of the most successful like studios. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, what what's your favorite Happy Madison production movies, man? There you go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna let you answer, and then I'm gonna answer mine. I don't know, man. I I liked him as a comedian more than I liked him as a filmmaker. I feel like um uh, I don't mean to be rude. I feel, I feel like I'm gonna hurt. I feel like I'm gonna crush your childhood dreams if I tell you my actual answer. But I mean, I, I I don't mean to. But I'm just saying, like, I just feel like he just like talks in, like a baby voice and gets like his friend and like other famous people on the shows now. And they don't really have substance or anything. But but I liked Happy Gilmore and I liked uh, and I liked Billy Madison like when he's an actor. And I, and I I thought he, that's how I am. But I mean, I'm sure that's like I can see your face boiling. So I'm sure you just. Oh no 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 no. no, no. So, so, so so what I was saying, Happy Madison Productions, right? right. The, yeah. What I'm saying, dude, Stoner. You know what I mean? Uh, Strange Wilderness, <laughs> Grandma's Boy. I mean, dude, he has so much, you know, into Happy Madison. I mean, there's more than just Billy Madison. But what are your thoughts? Oh, I know. Oh, Strange I Wilderness. I mean, dude, that that's the. I don't know if I've heard of Strange Wilderness, but I've heard of Grandma's Boy, and, and like I think like Nick Schwartzman's like a terrible main actor. I don't know. Wow, you have heard of villains, man. Yeah, oh my god. So I knew it was coming. I already I knew you wouldn't like my answer, but I still I still went through and I had to be honest. I had to be honest with my answer. I couldn't I'm not gonna lie to make people feel better. But, but I mean that's, I like, that's just something to look forward to watch. It's not Bill, it's it's not Adam Sandler, but it's just the productions. If you are ever available and just wanting a good stoner movie, watch those two. But first watch uh Strange Wilderness. It's with Steve Zahn. Justin Long does one of the best jobs ever. It what is it? Rotten Tomatoes gave it a shit storm of a grade, but dude, it is fantastic. So when you get bored and a little <laughs> hit hit that up, man. But yeah, Billy Madison, cool, yeah. I, I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm I'm just giving you a little insight on knowing, you know, he he, he does more in that new movie, Netflix, Hustle, The Hustle. Oh, it's great. Yeah. You saw it? With Queen Latifah? Yeah. Well, Queen Latifah? Man, there were so many other people <laughs> yeah. in Queen Latifah. Well, I can't, I can't oh, name that person. Yes. I mean, that's all. Oh, wow. my bad. So, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, throw, hey, and she has a number two card. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Hey, we don't talk about oh. that. Oh, we don't talk about Bruno. I don't know. All right. So, all right. So, you don't have Roger to shoot, but you've been on the West Coast. You said that you did a Seattle comedy tour, kind of, right? Oh yeah, I used to like I used to exclusively tour on the West Coast because it was fun. Before like I mean, everybody was homeless and like they were in the economy, you know. And like I like, <laughs> like, like I remember California. It used to be fun, you know. It used to be cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna just leave it simple, man. Anheuser Busch or PBR? Oh, I think those are both trash. <laughs> all right okay so what's your go-to in st louis then and beer i mean i like blue moon or something it all tastes like like i don't know like uh trash you know i i i, I think it all tastes gross i drink wine sometimes i'll drink tequila i drink tequila mostly man i like uh if i'm gonna drink i'll drink like a lot of shots of tequila <laughs> like what, what's your go-to yeah, tequila it depends i'm whatever man every bar's different i just like i just grab whatever i'm like i'm not oh. one of those people i'm not brand loyal as far as like drinks and stuff 
So this that, yeah. real Mexican tequila from Jose Garcia. He went to Mexico. Uh, nice. And, and man, it's the smoothest. Ever. It is definitely the smoothest. I will never. I love, I love smooth tequila. No, it's the best. It's the best, man. I'll I'll take like six <laughs> shots. I'll be I'll be. Shit. I mean, I'm a big dude. I'm like 250 pounds, so I have to like drink a lot. You know, I have to drink like probably like 30 beers to like feel like drunk or something. So it's like if I can get like six to eight shots of tequila, I'm just like bam. You know, it's like I'm like in the zone. I'm still talking to people. I'm smoke. I'm smoking with people. You know, I'm just like just. If if you were here, I'd feeling good. I, I'd give you a couple shots on the house. But uh, so so, what is your take then, man? Kush, edible, what all of the above? All edibles, mostly, man. I just uh, <laughs> I, I got I got a bunch of edible sponsors. I mean, they they I, I get like hundreds of dollars of edibles every month, man. Like just from like uh, liquid gummies and like uh, edible or uh, XL hemp and like uh, <laughs> they just like. We will be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> I, got pro- I got promo codes, you know. <laughs> oh, nice. There you go. Okay. Like a, like a dollar each one, man, if you get them right. It's, it's good. I don't know. I like, I like them. I like them a lot, man. I eat edibles probably every day and work out for like three hours, you know. And, and just like, uh, and just work after that. Left field, edibles or flour? Edibles all day. <laughs> okay. All right. You ever been heckled? Oh, people try, but they're not good at it. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, if somebody's Favorite? strong, you can just get out. I have so many ways to get out of it if I don't even want to address them. And then I can just roast them if I want to. Like, someone dumped a beer on my head. I guess that's as close to, like, a good heckle as it got. Like, I, I, it was, like, a Mother's Day show. And like it was like on Mother's Day. It wasn't like a mo- it wasn't like the theme wasn't Mother's Day, but it was on Mother's Day. And like um and like I was like Happy Mother's Day, you sluts, you know, just making fun of everybody that had kids. And like uh and like this this girl might be like dirty sketchers. And like a broken fucking phone screen, I came up to me. It came up to the stage and like dumped a beer on my head. And then I just came, I just made fun of her for the rest of my set, like for like thirty minutes. My rest of my like twenty minute set was just roasting her and her friends. Like after that, that's, that's as close to like somebody winning, I guess, as it's come. Like somebody dumped a beer on my head, but I still destroyed them. I mean, they, they it didn't even it wasn't even fucking close. I had a microphone, you know. It's like not even close. Were you, were you loved or hated after that, or during, or both? Well, I think I was, I think, like, I think both, I think she probably hated me quite a bit, but, um, it was like, after she poured the beer on my head, I'm like, I'm like, if you have to come up to me and tell me you're not a slut, you're probably a slut and dump a beer on my head. You're probably a slut. You know, I just kept roasting them and stuff. And like, they're just like getting so mad and like, uh, but the crowd's laughing, man. Other people are buying me drinks and stuff. Like people are bringing me drinks up to the stage now at this point. And I'm just roasting her and all her friends and whoever, whoever she's with, you know, just the whole table, you know, and just like making fun of in front of everybody else. (laughs) Favorite comedian, um, all time, all time, all uh, time. Bill, Bill Hicks, now. probably. Bill Hicks, probably. You, you're the second person that said Bill Hicks. Okay, what right now? Oh man, everybody sucks right now except for me. I don't know. Woo! <laughs> 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 the confidence. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. All right, all right. Cool. I'm like, who am I gonna say? Like Pete Davidson? Like Pete Davidson looks like a fucking dare commercial, you know? It's like, it's just like, it's like <laughs> you know what I mean? He looks like a he looks like a New York panhandler, you know? It's like insane. I like and like Chappelle's just like this old man telling stories now. He's like just like he's like, yeah, guys, like I used to be funny 20 years ago when I had a TV show, you know. And he's just like right. fucking so boring, dude. And it's like anybody that's funny gets canceled. So then we're just stuck with these old like losers, dude. It's just like so bad. Like Bill Burr's like a dry drunk. He just yells at everybody. He's like, I'm mad today. And here's my fucking take yeah. on the world. You know, it's just so boring, dude. And like negative. His delivery just, yeah. needs some more. He's like a grumpy 50-year-old. Nobody cares what they think. You know, it's just like insane. Be happy. You know what I mean? People like it's not an age thing as much as it is you're not happy or interesting. You know, and that's more or less what it is, I think. It's like like all most comedians suck right now, man. They're all just like liberals and stuff. Okay. 
No. Dream venue. Dream venue. I don't know. Like this right here, right? It's like set up a camera in, in five minutes and uh, <laughs> do a podcast. This, this is my dream venue. Like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Wherever, <laughs> wherever I'm at. Yeah. You you ever get starstruck? Um. Yeah, I used to. I haven't lately. I've been talking to so many people that it's like it's, I'm used to it now. But like when I first started, man, Jordan Belfort with Wall Street, that was crazy. And then like, um, yeah. like, and then Sublime with Rome. I talked to them, and I'm just like, oh, so like, what's it like being at Sublime? You know, it was just like, like, <laughs> it, was just like <laughs> it was just like, I mean, those two guys. I mean, like, but these days I'm pretty confident now. I mean, like, I mean, I, like Tommy Chong was a little crazy, but I mean, but but at the same time, like I said, I'm so desensitized to this now. I see everybody's people and stuff, where it's not like this, like. <laughs> crazy thing i mean it, it sounds crazy yeah. to people but it's like i mean but it's just weird i got used to it okay did 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 he smoke you out no this was on zoom i'm too lazy to meet up with people in real life um <laughs> <laughs> hey you gotta be honest man's gotta know his limitations yeah. right right yeah and favorite we did a different underrated. thing oh, favorite what i'm sorry no no go ahead no, I've seen Tommy Chong. The interview was interesting too, so I didn't like ask him about weed like everybody does. He was like talking about his mom, and like he was talking about like his like a bunch of history and stuff, like of his life and stuff. It was it was a really kind of a deep interview, yeah. and and like you don't really think these guys. I mean, from these guys' public personas, you wouldn't think a lot of people are deep, but they a lot of these guys are smart enough to get there, so they're very smart people. You know, it's like kind of interesting to yeah, see, yeah. And, and they play on like something that works in society. Like I think like playing on being stoned all the time works in America because everybody likes smoking weed, and, or it's at least funny to people that don't. You know, right, right. Okay. Well, yeah, it, 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 I'm going to get to that because there is this one episode of yours. It, it hits deep, and I'm like, "Wow, he actually did that!" So I, I, I listened to it, and I'm like, "Wow!" So right. I'm, I'm going to leave a cliffhanger so people can still listen to it. They do listen to later on in the the, the episode. But favorite <laughs> underrated comedian besides yourself. I don't know, man. I, yeah, really, yeah. I don't really like any other comedians. I mean, I got a couple of buddies I do comedy shows with, but I don't really, I just feel like everybody sucks, man. It's just like this weird time. Like, like, the way, and I don't mean that in like an egotistical way as much as I mean, it's like, like anybody that's talented basically gets canceled off of something they said in like 2012 on Twitter or something. It, it, it's just like, they don't, they don't push talent. They push obedience. So it's like, you have the most obedient entertainers right now and the most obedient, whatever. And, and like, they're all just like satanic, like pedophiles, probably mostly, you know, that's why you almost have to like bang kids and like worship Satan to be, to be in the industry anymore. Or they, or they just like kick you out and like just, uh, or for some word you say or something, it's just like to where like, I don't think there's really much going on right now. Is it like, and when it does, it gets canceled. Give us one of your buddies' names so I can look right. them up. Uh, Sean Brennan and Sam Catanzaro are the guys I tour with, and they're, and they're they're funny. Otherwise, they wouldn't tour with me. I mean, I mean, they're fucking. I mean, we, we started this like Renegades of Comedy uh, thing. And like, I, okay, and, like, and I okay. think they're funny. I got yeah, yeah, what's up? Oh, so what about your favorite all time female comedian? Oh, girls aren't funny at all. <laughs> well, hey, I, I would say something. I would I say I. I <laughs> but gotta be careful you you are the guy that is not afraid to get canceled so it makes sense it makes sense so that's funny um <laughs> sean brennan that renegades comedy tour is that your uh best tour mate so far 
Well, I say Sam Cat and Zero that, and Sean Brennan are both kind of equal. Like we're kind of, I'd say we're all kind of like, like we're all kind of like the three kind of equal kind of thing. I mean, there's some nights they're they're funnier than me, and they pisses me off. I have to work harder, and like there's other nights I'm funnier, and they, they get pissed and have to work harder. I mean, we got a good thing going with the three of us, and then we kind of just get different openers and stuff, and we're touring them all over right now. It seems like we're playing bars and grills in every city. You know, that's what making it sounds yeah. like, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Where's your favorite place? So. To... <laughs> Where's your favorite place to uh, do comedy? Coffee house, breweries, bars, what? Bar and grills is I can do whatever I want. It's like if I go to a comedy yeah. venue, I have to like sit in back with like a green room and feel like I'm important or something. But but I like the I like the bar and grill thing where I can like sit outside with all the people and hang out with my friends and stuff and like drink free beer and they feed me and stuff. Like bar and grills take care of you like top shelf. Everywhere else is kind of like LARPs, I feel like, you know. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. LARPs. <laughs> if if Dwayne and I and Leah no okay. no <laughs> want to start, would you let us open for you? I don't care. Yeah, good. Just because it's funny, or just because you feel you feel bad for us, well, you just, <laughs> or feel sorry. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for anybody. Um, I, I think um, I, I think more or less I'd, if someone asked me that, I'd let, I'd let them. They, they're interested. And I'd see what they do. I, I don't think conversation solves anything. I'd, I'd like when I just see what you guys do. I mean, okay. if it's good, I'd, if it's good, I'd continue to. But I'd give everybody at least one shot. You know, maybe two. Depends on like what's going on. You know, I've been trying to get Dwayne with me on the stage and just <laughs> you know just go to town. And I, I think we got what it takes. I'm just saying, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I really feel. <laughs> That we can, you know, captivate <laughs> Bring the, the audience. Yeah. Bring the thunder. Bring it. So, so I was just wondering. So when you come at the West Coast, let me know. And I'll oh, do my best to do like a one minute, two minute, maybe five minute skit. If you, where, you guys at? Where, so, where are you guys at? Southeastern Washington. It is in the desert. Yes. You're in Washington? Pretty. Okay, yeah, but yeah. it's not the Evergreen State over here. It's no, no, not no. the Evergreen State. Uh, we got a tree line. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. I, I do shows there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm talking to a couple Washington venues. Yeah, like that. So that's interesting. Yeah, no, maybe sometime that'd be fun, man. Uh, it, it, if and when you guys or you come over here, right. man, let us know. We'll be there front row. Don't don't try to you know dog us, but we'll be there laughing and just supporting you and everything else. Hundred percent. Yeah. Cool. No, I appreciate that. Okay. You got any? No. You don't have any questions? No, because she's not funny, remember? No, she's mad about that. You're still mad about the Adam Sandler movies. I can tell. I, I, got, I got two out of the three of you guys so far. <laughs> hey, we're good. Hey, yeah. Between me and you, we're good, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> how do you hear... <laughs> The comedian, God, <laughs> side busting like a boat. Yeah, she is. Oh, she side busts all the time. Yeah. Oh. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, she side you get a chance. Yeah, you get a chance to listen to side. Oh man, she side busts all the time, man. You get a microphone in front of her. This doesn't. This is not working. But <laughs> not work. yeah, but when we do just one on ones with people in the studio or teacup studio, because I got three girls, you know. Uh, yeah, she just hello. Yeah, this is Nick tooting his own horn, you know, that kind of stuff. And just non nonstop. See, that's, that's funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see, see. So what started your career into being a comedian? What like what did, how did it all start? Uh, well, I think like being a loser for 10 years and not wanting to have a job 
And then, um, and I, th- and I think I finally found a way to do it through comedy. Like I do the least amount of work <laughs> possible and still get paid. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. I, I love your dude. I love just your honesty, man. For real. Oh my god. And, and when Anthony said you're a funny guy, that's uh, your honesty is fucking hilarious. And I'm gonna say the f bomb, guys. Oh, you yeah. normally don't say the f bombs, but funny. yes, yes. So I, I'm just gonna tell you, I'm gonna have to explicit this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I'm kind of offended by your vocabulary, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you're, you're good. You're good. I, I'm kind of good. I thought this was a clean show for kids and stuff. I don't know if I can show any kids now. The show. No, no, you're good. You're good. How am I going to show the toddlers at, at church? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you always find yourself being a comedian, or I mean, no, like, not what? at all. No, I feel like I feel like I'm more serious than I, I don't know. I'm kind of goofy sometimes. But I feel like I'm way more serious and I'm just like, I'll be funny for like 30 minutes into a microphone or something. But like most of the time, I'm just like, I don't know, just trying to try not to do anything I don't want to do. You know? Okay. When did you decide to go full time comedian? Yeah. When did you pull that trigger? Yeah, I guess I guess 2014. I was asking that tour. I just kind of started there and just never stopped. I started touring with myself for years and then um. I just kind of piss everybody off and stuff. And then like, uh, and then I, be, I, I linked up with Renegades Economy recently. We started this whole thing. And like, that's like, um, and that's kind of what, how I'm touring now. So, I mean, I, I started out touring somebody didn't like it, toured by myself for years. And then like found a group I kind of like, I mean, that I like now. And then just like kind of been doing that lately. Can, can you, who's in charge of Renegades of Comedy? Who, like None of who, us. I don't like fucking any of us. I just, we're just, I just, some of us. <laughs> Like I book a bunch of the show. I've, I've been booking a lot of the shows because I'm just like kind of greedy, so I just want to make a bunch of money. So and then like they yeah. book some shows too, but I mean they'll make flyers. So, I mean it just depends on what needs to be done. We're kind of just a good team, and we kind of figure out like uh, we know every town like how to get there the cheapest way, kind of, and like where to stay if we want to stay. And we just kind of team up and figure it out. I mean there's no real leader, you know. And I think that's the point of like uh, uh, was it that we didn't have a boss? You know, I think that we all kind of relate to that. We all kind of hated having bosses and like listening like some idiot try to be smart, you know. <laughs> the more I get into the the comedian game, uh, game I, I notice that you guys are under some kind of umbrella, correct or no? Who? No, no, like uh, you know, just the comedy tours, the the uh, like carnival cruises, the you know, paramounts of all around this, you know, the states kind of thing. Like, are you guys? Do you guys have an agent of the same or no? We have a we have a booking manager that uh, through email that kind of contacts people. I and mean, then I do a lot of it on Facebook and stuff too. But I mean, just like I, I feel like agents are like okay. I, everyone thinks like when you're starting out, you need like an agent. So, I mean, some actors for acting, some people have done well with that. I think that I know. But but like for like um for comedy, it's always like they don't want anything to do with you until you don't need an agent. Basically, is how I view it. Like they, like like you could be a nobody and then like can't book shows, don't have anything going for you, no fan base. And they want nothing to do with you, no matter how funny you are. And then, like, you you kill it. You get your own fan base. You start setting up your own tours. They're like, yeah, yeah, we could do that. And then, then you got to give them 20% to do what you already did. I mean, I, I feel like I already built the legwork, so I don't really need – I mean, over, over the last, like, almost decade, I feel like I, I built all everything I need. Where I mean, I can, just, I, can just, I can just do whatever I want at this point, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it a good gig? I mean, if you like sitting in cars for hours on end, and and then only having to work 30 minutes after eating free food. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. It just depends on what you have to do. You know, it's like 
I don't really have to do anything I don't want to do. I can say no to shows I don't want to do. I mean, I can say yes to shows I want to do. I mean, the podcast carries me probably more than comedy does. You know, the podcast probably monetized more than a comedy, I think. So, so I'm in a unique situation where, like, I don't necessarily have to, to do that if I don't want to. I just have to, you know. I mean, it depends. I mean, I like it. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it, you know. I feel like. Right, right. And you got quite the following on podcasts. I've, I've, I've been paying attention, and, and it's quite it's quite good, man. You also have your uh, guests saying this is the anthony rogers show you know that's awesome man that's awesome i wish i had that (laughs) (laughs) it took forever man it took forever i mean it took five years i mean making no money to podcast even turn into a monetizable business man and i I, I mean i mean i I think i'm at like seven years now so i think i've been doing like two years successfully you know it's like it takes a long time to get there and you just have to keep doing it man i mean the same thing you're doing i mean literally just repetition getting it out there a bunch i mean the only the only page with a lot of people i have left my instagram like i have like two hundred thousand people on instagram but like and like a lot on Snapchat, but like I don't have like they take away all my other accounts. I had a million at one point. I could have just copy pasted links all day and made money, you know. Like, like that's how easy it was. Yeah. And like with Facebook having a million people, you know. And like uh, I think I think it it really they, they I I don't know. I feel like when you go through all that, you just get better, you know what I mean? I think when they take your accounts away, when they limit your shows. In the beginning, no one would book me because like people complain about the words I used. They'd like, they'd like, oh, yeah, he said yeah. he said retard or oh, he said so. I'm not going to ruin your show by saying the words. But I'm saying like I I feel like that um. I feel like people just get, like they're just like babies, and they think that like they have an opinion, and then that matters. You know, it's like everybody has a fucking opinion, and like none of them matter. I mean, mine doesn't even matter. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to act like mine only matter. I, none of our opinions matter, to be honest. I mean, like even like it's just like like people are so uptight and like losing all of our rights and shit. It's annoying. Your opinion only matters to you, bro. All I have fair, to say is fair. for you to have Shirley Phelps Roper do an intro for you. Too. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> That was awesome. I'm, I'm just saying, dude, for you to do that, Tommy Chung, I mean, you get a lot of people doing it, the intro. That, that speaks volume. So, I mean, you've got quite the following, and, and, and it sounds like you're a humble guy, and you don't really freaking care, dude. So, bro, <laughs> you have my vote. You have my vote. So, God damn, I don't even – all right. Tell me the worst day of your career. First day of my career. I mean, okay, yeah. so like, like you asked me before the show about like if I was on the radio. So uh, like in the beginning, the show was a radio show. It was um and and like uh, I did a week of my own, and then my buddy Bruce came on, and then like we ran that shit for years. Um, so we went from like afternoon to like morning really fast because I was the only person that had famous guests and like I, I marketed it really well and I had a following of my own before I came to the station. So it was very easy to, I didn't have to go to the station to start a following. I, I basically went to a station and already had a following. So it was easy to monetize fast. So I, I did that. And then, um, and then I brought like people like, like I had Wolf of Wall Street, like I said, I had like Buck Cherry. I had a bunch of like big people, a bunch of porn stars. Um, that, and that's how I did. Yeah, the yeah. We're, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Yeah. And then, um, and then like so we went from like afternoon to morning to 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 fired to rehired to fired to rehired and like it was funny at first but like by the end of it it was just like i it left like like i always had this thing like okay like i felt like when i was a kid when i was younger i'd be so lazy i would never do shit so like so so that's like i had bad grades i didn't do homework or something you know it was like my fault in that regard of why but then i feel like now i overachieve so hard that people cut me out of the situation like, like it's like yeah i felt like i by 
far had the most listeners and had the most like biggest guests, and, like the, the best show in my opinion on that station yeah. at least, you know, and like, not, I'm not saying like ever or whatever, but I'm saying like in, on that station at the time. And like, and like, I just steamrolled everybody. And I do that in every industry. Like if I, if I, if I join an industry, I steamrolled real fast because I don't play by their stupid rules. And like, they think you have to do everything. Like if you're in movies, they think you have to have a headshot. But anyway, so the worst day probably ever in, in business-wise, career-wise was probably getting fired from that station for the last time. Cause it was like one of my buddies, like one of my like lifelong friends on the station and he's still friends with me. I mean, and I get where the situation where he came from. I think it was like a, he got tired of listening to everybody. He loved complaining about me. So, so <laughs> you know, like his wife and like everybody <laughs> and all their friends. I mean, I right. get why he made the decision. I'm like, as an adult, I get that, but it was still, it still was hard at the time because I felt like I put everything into that and it got taken from me. And then, and like, like a lot of things I feel like in entertainment, like to me um but then i took i feel like also i i wouldn't have had a podcast about it now it's total freedom i think the pot it pushed me where i needed to go to the podcast you know okay are days friday to saturday or thursday to saturday different from monday to thursday or wednesday i mean depends on depends on what i'm doing i mean june was pretty much the same i didn't do anything all june but I feel like, uh, <laughs> I mean, like within like product productivity, I've done a lot of things, but not product yeah, productivity. Yeah, well, not. I mean, I, I canceled them all for June. I just chilled out. But um, um my wife's a teacher, so we just kind of chilled for the month. But um, uh, birthday but month. Na- but normally, I'd say, what, what was that? Sorry, what'd you say? Birthday, birthday month. Birthday month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like had a bunch of fun and like we finished up our bus and stuff. But yeah, I'd say normally yeah. though. Yeah, normally my Monday is my day of rest. I feel like I, I feel like I work like. But, but I mean, physically, I mean, I still work on a laptop and stuff, but I mean, I don't really do much. I mean, I'll work out or something, but I don't really do much, you know, but, um, because like, I'm like, I, I have weekends, you know, I mean, weekends are the only time I work really. So it's like the opposite of everybody else. Everybody else is like, when do you want to hang out? I'm like, I don't know. What's the time? They're like, what about the next Saturday? And I'm like, I'm booked for every Saturday until like fucking next year. You know, it's like, it's just, you know I mean, it just doesn't, it, it's just like weird to me. To, like, it's weird because everybody else's free time is not my free time, which is kind of weird. But I also just get paid to have fun with my friends. So also, I mean, I can't feel too bad for myself, you know? Nice, nice. But do you find when you do gigs, do you find those days different? Like the weekdays are different than the weekends when it comes to VIP services. Are you treated differently? Oh, you mean the shows? I, I just yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, less people are out because, like, I mean, most people only go out on weekends. So, so I would say, I see, like, like when I do like a Jeff City show, like it would be like on a Thursday or Tuesday. Those, I mean, you don't have you don't have like hundreds of people there. You have like maybe like 50 or something, you know? And I think yeah. like, I don't know how these Chicago shows are going, but I booked a couple of Chicago shows in like uh, August and September that are like on Thursdays. So, I mean, I hope it's still cool. I mean, it's, you, you do bring up a concern I have in booking. I mean, I think like I try to book Fridays and Saturdays exclusively, but, but I'm not going to say no to like a thousand dollars on Thursday. You know, so I'd, I'd be an idiot to just say that. You know? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'd be a complete idiot uh, to say no to a thousand dollars. Do yeah. what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My question to you is, uh, does your, is your wife like your grounder, you know, cause you got all this stuff going around. Uh, yes. People are treating you, you know, like a, a true King everywhere you go, uh, for your shows and to stuff, an uh, to an extent, you know what I mean? Uh, and then you get back to the house and your wife's the one that goes, no, but go take the trash out. <laughs> That's funny. No, um, I mean, she probably does say take the trash <laughs> out regardless, but, uh, but I do think that, um, 
I think she's like really calm and balanced like I am where like she kind of sees what's going on and she kind of reminds me of how cool things are sometimes I kind of don't really pay it. I don't really realize it's any different because like it's just my experience you know what I mean for like twerk I mean yeah you're right on weekends it's crazy everybody's just like I free food free drinks trying to kiss my ass and stuff and then, and then like weekdays no one knows who the fuck I am if I go somewhere you know so, so it's like I have like that internet fame where it's like easier to kind of just go to random cities in Missouri and, and be normal and stuff. But she'll remind me of all the stuff I'm doing. Like, I feel like if anything, she reminds me that I'm doing stuff. Cause I'll just, it'll be like a Tuesday and I'm just annoyed about something. And she's like, what are you so mad about? Like, you just like, and explains all these situations and stuff. Like, you know, she's like, she'll just kind of like remind me that I'm doing a bunch of awesome shit. You know, it was like, I kind of forget that sometimes. Well, I, I get it. You get short-sighted on, you know, this is just a job, you know, but she's looking at you like, dude, you realize you're doing something really cool. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? it's kind of like that. No, yeah. it's, it's definitely like that. And I think people, I think people right. will remind me of that more so than because I, I don't really. I can get egotistical. I wouldn't defense if somebody's like you're not doing anything. I'd get egotistical in defense maybe, but outside of that, there's no real value to it, and it's just like lowers your vibrations and you and just like the. I mean, the goal is to like communicate with everybody properly. You know, it's not just to be like a. I don't know, not to be lonely. You know, really. I mean, that's what it, you know what I mean. Because I feel like if you're just an egotistical yeah. person, you're just hanging out with yourself all the time. There's nobody can stand your bullshit attitude. You know, nobody wants to feel like they're a loser. Like, why would you make somebody feel like that? You know, it's like insane. I feel like they have to be really insecure to have an ego. I imagine. Well, you know, that's how, how, how the days are now. You know what I mean? It's starting to get even worse out there in the, in the real world, uh, bringing it back and bringing it back into, uh, you know, a, a view of, Hey, uh, we don't have to be asses to each other is, is a really good point. And I love the fact that you're, you're actually bringing it out there and telling everybody, Oh yeah. Hey, uh, you don't have to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like a, yeah. it's like a, I feel like the people that act like that, I mean, unless it's like pro wrestling or something and it's just like for entertainment's sake, like, like somebody just pretend like, like they're a big star or something because it's funny, like Andy Kaufman would do or something. But like, if you really believe that you're just a fucking idiot, you know, it's just like, it's like, no one's really that fucking special. Maybe, maybe like Jesus Christ, you know, but, like, but outside of that, like there's a huge fall off to where like not many other people are that important. I feel like, you know, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. You got so so before i i run up the interviews that you've done I, I, god i'm just gonna say the list that you've had on your podcast you've had bayside the punk rock band Candlebox, the old grunge years eve six plain white tees the verb pipe i can't believe you got those on then you got rain from old uh, our lady peace which I really dig, dude. That that was really cool, man. Because I, I grew up listening to them, as you, you know, as well as you, and, and you know, Same. they 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 got some deep seated lyrics and everything else. You got Smile Empty Soul. I can't believe you guys got the. You can't believe you got them on there. I'm friends with. Like, I'm friends with Sean somehow. Now. I'm friends with like the singer now somehow. I talk to that guy like every day. It's like weird. Like we like linked up and yeah. clicked. Like that was that was weird. That never happens. Usually it's just like kind of an interview go on cross promote. Yeah. But no, he's like a cool. Yeah. I talked to him quite a bit. I visit. He records in St. Louis. And I hung out with him a little bit there. I mean, that dude's basically becoming my friend at this point. This is insane. I think that's uh, insane. It's like that's, weird. That's They're from Ohio though, right? Uh, Smalty Soul was from California originally. He lives in Arkansas now. The singer does, and he uh, and the drummer okay, okay. lives somewhere else. Probably the drummer probably was in Ohio, so I don't remember. And then, and then Blue October. I mean, how did you? Okay, you you've had actors, you've had rappers, you've had Cisco Adler, Mickey Avalon, you've had porn or hold on, adult stars, <laughs> comedians. You've had Tommy Chong. You've had Carol M F Baskin. 
I mean, MFN. MFN, you know, I MFN, we try to keep it light, yeah. but yeah. You know, hey, it's not going to be a light <laughs> episode. <laughs> but one that sticks out the most, man, you've you got Shirley Phelps Roper on. How do you get these players? in your podcast or on your podcast how do you get them first I, of all? I, think, I think like the same thing you got me on the same way you got me on the show i just ask people like that i want on the show i'll just like kind of like i'll see like carol bass was probably the most famous person on the planet when i interviewed her that was insane you know or one of them you know I, yeah. I, that show that show is like the only show people watched during like whatever that pandemic thing was and like uh yeah. and, 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 and they like they like watched it and like loved it and like she was like a huge i mean she's huge i mean she was, she was probably one of the biggest yeah. stars on the planet when I talked to her, I think, man. It was, it was a weird feeling. You felt that energy. You felt that, like, this is one of the most washed people on Earth. You know, it's weird. Yeah. Okay, so Shirley Phelps yeah, yeah. Roper. How the hell did you put that up there? I contacted when, I heard that up. I contacted West World Baptist Church and asked them, and then they, they, uh, they sent me Shirley. Yeah, they're like, here you go. Okay, you gave her props, she gave you props, and for her to not hate on you was huge, dude. Like, I, I don't know how you, you you got that going. I don't even know how you guys were able to, you know, fist bump afterwards. I just couldn't believe the words coming out of that episode. I, it, it just blew my mind that you, you guys hit it off you didn't hate on her which everybody like you said everybody hates on her and she just she spoke the truth and and i'm pretty sure i'm going to lose a couple listeners here and there but you guys had a good conversation yeah i wanted to normalize her my 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 goal was to go in there and and like with any interview really is like unless somebody really fucks up big, you know. I mean, like I, I don't like yeah. deciding if they fucked up big. There's rumors about a lot of people I interview, but I don't. I don't like. Exactly. I don't. I don't fuck with rumors unless unless they actually uh, this is proven. You know, it has to be proven to me. I'm not just you know, like like off speculation. Hate somebody that I'd never even met before. So so like I'll interview anybody. And I kind of just like wanted to normalize her and just like ask questions. I didn't want to vilify her. I wanted to get to the truth rather than like speculation and bullshit. I feel like, and I just treat everybody yeah. like a human being. I mean, from I mean, a lot of people don't even treat porn stars like human beings, man. Like they, they just treat them like right. sexual objects and like pieces of shit or something like that and that, and i think that's right. ridiculous and i think i think all of it's ridiculous i think you just have to i mean unless somebody really asked for it i don't really go hard on people unless somebody's just completely ridiculous i mean i will i will fucking call people out too but i mean they have to be ridiculous and like to me not necessarily like oh i heard somebody said something you did you know it's like i don't know man yeah. i don't have a personal connection with these people until i talk to them you know and then i, I get to know them a little bit but i mean that's just for a fraction would- of the other line you know? I would really suggest the listeners before, you know, uh, sticking to a conclusion to listen to that episode, man. Like seriously, guys, like you got to listen to that. I I, I was, I was amazed how well you did what you're, you did. Like every time I saw her on the news, it was so much hate, 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 hate. But with all that hate, man, Oh God, there's, there's underlining meaning to it. I, I agree, but man, that's, ballsy dude that that is ballsy of what you did with shirley man and then carol baskin too man that that's holy crap dude i I don't know how you pulled it off but with all those you just asked yeah that's basically what i did every time yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
oh my god the hard science yeah behind all this we had a, a diagram of, of me just asking yeah well and it's work said, ethic sure. too i mean it's work ethic too man i think a lot of people say they want to do stuff but they don't put in the work man like i think a lot of people are like man i want to do this but i mean i spend so much time emailing people i mean i mean don't get me wrong it's yeah. like i'm literally waiting here i'm literally waiting on the laptop like oh you know it's not really that hard but but i mean it's a lot of hours yeah. and a lot, of, a lot of dedication to get to that point where you make the yeah. time to do that because so many people will just fucking like i don't really watch tv or movies i mean i started watching ozark again but but i mean that's about i mean i don't really watch much much i don't i don't have entertain I, I feel like work is my entertainment my escape and, and i think that like um my um what happened too is like my my mom got really sick over the last couple of years and i i kind of like put myself into work where i wouldn't be like depressed and crazy and fuck up my life you know so it's kind of like i just kind of put exactly. my head in, into the game where like, i want to use it positive rather than just like getting fucked up and calling everybody retards you know i like, just out of anger you know i just want to be like oh yeah you know what i mean it's like it's, it's a painful experience seeing your mom sick you know so it's like one of those things that you want to like um just use it use that use that rage properly you know rather than just like be some angry drunk at a fucking dive bar right so with all your success and everything what is your ultimate goal not to have a real job (laughs) you said that before what are your future plans what what's future plans man i don't i don't know man everybody keeps asking me to do shit i don't want to do like i i feel weird because i remember being like 19 and like just like begging to be in movies and nobody put me in movies and then, and then like, I remember being like 28, getting a couple of movies, not being a big deal. But I've been offered like five movies this year and I just don't want to do them. You know, it's just like, it's like weird. And they're going to be on like major things and stuff. It's just like, I just don't even want to, I don't want to do anything I don't want to do. I kind of just want to do stand up comedy right now. And I kind of lost interest in my podcast now. And I kind of do that every summer and I come back to it in fall. But now I'll probably start recording new episodes in fall or something. But like, I just, I just want to do comedy right now, man. I don't even know really what else I want to do. I just want to, you know, I got every Friday, Saturday booked up for decent money and I'm just trying to, Trying nice. to just live in the lake of the Ozarks for the rest of summer, and like I'm probably, you know, I'll probably just live at the lake for till August something. And then it's, um, it's hot as shit there, man. Like I love it, but it is hot. It's humid. Well, there. I, humid. I, God. Well, I, I work like I, like I said, I work out like five days a week, and I, I hit a steam room after that. It's like 200 degrees, so I sit in like or more. I don't remember fucking know how, how hot. I don't know how fucking how hot it is. It's hot as fuck though. But but I, I go I go in there and like um I sit in the steam room and it's like and like so it's super hot. So then I go outside and it does, it's not even close to it. Doesn't matter anymore. It's like I, I feel like it was hot if you go from air conditioner to uh to outside. But if you if you sit in a steam room like 15 minutes a day, I feel like you're yeah. used to you're used to the heat by now, and it doesn't really have much of an effect on me. So so. This episode's going to launch July 12th. What is okay. your next show afterwards? Do you know? July 12th. I got my calendar. Hang on. My next yeah, show yeah. after the my next show after the 12th is um uh Wobble Lounge in Winsville. I'm doing a show there. Okay. Wobble Lounge. It's called uh what's the date? I didn't even say it's the 22nd of July I'm in Winsville, Missouri. And then um Winsville. Yeah. Okay. okay. When do you, you plan, when do you plan on coming out this way? I'm um, looking at fall. I mean, I was looking. I'm talking to some. Um, I'm talking to some Washington and Oregon venues right now. It's like I, I, was like, I, I, I do pretty decent over there. I mean, so then those states are kind of like my states, where like the major cities are kind of liberal and stupid, and the rest of it's pretty cool. Like to where like uh like that's kind of what uh like Oregon and Washington seem like. So and and. and so, I mean, I, we have very similar states. Is what I'm trying to say. No, 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 yeah, no. We we got you, we got you, we understand. <laughs> but oh, yeah. it's the tree line that you gotta be careful of. Anything <laughs> right been there. the tree line, yeah. you're good. Left, you're <laughs> just watch out. 
Yeah, you're gonna have like purple haired fat people yell at you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Yeah. They're gonna be like, I'm homeless. Listen to me. They're like, I fucking hate the government. And I'm homeless. Listen to me. I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> future of stand up. What? What's? What's? What's next, man? Like, what's your ultimate goal in stand up, man? I, I think I'm either gonna get like way more specials, or I'm gonna get shot. I'm not sure which. And I think, uh, okay. and, and I'm, I'm working on becoming bulletproof. So when they try to assassinate me for saying like basic yeah. truths that nobody has the balls to say, you know, it's like, but I think that, um, but no, I, I think that's either, I think I'm either going to be the biggest comedian in the world or they're fucking shoot me, you know, one of the two. Okay. All right. What, <laughs> what podcast guests are you trying to, I'm not trying to tell secrets or uh, Trump, try and get Trump, bro. Trump? Trump? Okay, okay. Oh. Junior or just senior? Oh, senior, man. Fuck junior, man. He's just a nobody. You know? I'm, ta- I'm talking about the president. I'm talking about the f- the former and the former and future president, yeah. Donald Trump. Okay. I think I think uh, no. I think we get it. I think if I got him, I I email that guy probably like four times a week. Sometimes that guy never answers me, but he always emails me asking for money. You know, because I'm a member of the GOP. He's like, he's like, cost some money. I'm like, you have a jet, bro. Like, why are you asking me for yeah. money? Like, <laughs> like, stop asking me for money. You're not getting any money off me. You know. Dream no, dream uh, interview besides Trump. Dream interview besides uh, Trump. Jesus Christ. The second That's coming. Twice. That is twice now. Yeah. Okay, okay. The, se- the second Thank coming. We're, we're, I mean, we're probably in the revelation, so it's probably not too long off, far off, right? If I can get him before he throws the Antichrist in the sea of fire, it'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> but you remember, Mar- Marilyn Manson's the Antichrist. No, Marilyn Manson's a all right it's true i got you. you with all the time you spend on social media stand up podcasts you ever take a break oh yeah i did throughout the entire month of june it was hard but i did because like Okay. I, like things I did like it for an entire. I don't like taking breaks because I feel like I, it links me back to like being like 24 and being a fucking loser. You know what I mean? So like not doing shit because I because I, I actively didn't do shit for like ever. And then, and then till I was about you know what I mean. And then like now like it's, so it's hard for me to vacation or take breaks because I, I feel like I mean I, I mean even if I'm like physically not working hard, I'm still like sending emails and like on my laptop or phone working. You know? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you find majority of your time on the phone though? Yo, yeah, I don't like it says I look at it for eight hours a day. That's what it says I do. But um <laughs> understand. And, understand. and I'm only and I'm only awake for seven, so I don't know. I'm just joking. I got there you. There you go. Okay. You got anything? <laughs> Dwayne, it sound like you got something. Oh, oh man. I just you you're funny as hell, man. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Yeah, no, I, pre- I appreciate all you guys <laughs> taking the time to to go backwards in your career and have me on your show. <laughs> go backwards oh man i don't know if that's guys, a compliment or you guys really went low on this one you guys were happy to have it you guys really lowered the bar on this episode is what i'm saying so then i appreciate it i appreciate you guys really really helping a, a comic out like uh i feel like i finally made it you know i feel like, I feel like this is the top yeah. you know <laughs> hey you heard it first here boys yeah. Yeah. Girls, you heard it first here all right your favorite, besides the Ozarks, your favorite place to relax, to get away from just the everyday grind. Besides the Ozarks, where's your favorite place to go, man? Wherever my king size bed is, man. I just like land in that and I just lay there for days sometimes, you know. I'll do a bunch of stuff. I'll do a bunch of stuff and then I'll just lay there for two days. Like a Monday and a Tuesday sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not doing shit. <laughs> okay. All right. Man, I wish I, I had that life. 
Uh, he's got to work forever for it. <laughs> he's, yeah, had to, he's had to do 70 hour weeks to do it, you know. Right. What do you do on your days off? Um, whatever I want to, man. I don't know. Eat food or whatever I want. I don't know. It's like kind of, I work out most of the time. So I've been trying out all these YMCAs across the United States. So I have a national membership. So I go to those. I, I work out. I sit in a, a steam room. I sit in a whirlpool and I fucking start my day, like no matter where I'm at, you know. So last time I asked that, somebody says straight up drugs. No, <laughs> nonchalant, dude. <laughs> nonchalant. Uh, they said like drugs. And drugs. They, then, then they were like, it's kind of the truth. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That would have been my 20s, probably, more soon. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm old and boring. I mean, I still smoke out of weed, but I'm like old and boring now outside of that. Yeah, you, you haven't puffed since, but we've been drinking and we're having a good old time. But, dude, so tell us more about your comedy uh, album, please. It's 15 minutes long. Yeah. It is you just saying F cancel culture. You're just going to speak your mind and then some tell, tell us what you tell us the details, please. Well, I think it's like what the only you, comedy album that makes fun of Fauci. Everybody else like acts like he's a genius or something. And I think, and I think there's like, a, uh, like everybody's such a cuck, man. They're so afraid of like the status quo bullshit and like losing their like livelihood or something. And like they just act like little bitches, you know. And I, I try to do the opposite, like like where they go. Yeah. Like when the fork, when there's like a fork between being like a cuck and like being awesome. I take like the being awesome side, and like um <laughs> instead of just like cry about everything constantly and like argue with my grandma about abortion on Facebook. And do all that shit. Yeah. I, I don't do any. I don't do any of that. No. So I just like do. I, you know, I mean, I try to live my dream the best instead of other people's dreams. <laughs> okay. What? What made I love you it. right? I love what? It. Dude, you got Dwayne rolling. Oh man, man. you got me going. When, when he rolls, dude, it's it's on. What made you pull an album out? Like, what allowed that to happen? Like, is, is it that easy? Is it difficult? Uh, I mean, what? Well, yeah, anybody can release an album, but it's like hard to get people to listen to it. So I think that's yeah. like what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do now is like get people to listen to it. So, <laughs> you know, and um, usually I just hold them at gunpoint and make them like pull out their phone. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> Not I'm like me. I've listened to it four I'm times. Like, so. <laughs> I'm like, listen to this album for at least 10 minutes so I get paid. That's what I do to everybody. And then, uh, and then, uh, like, like how easy you sold NWA albums. I did the same thing. Like, you know, shotgun to the face. Like, you better listen to this fucking album. You know? <laughs> Start off. Yeah. 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 Look, Matt, so. Where, where can people listen? Yeah. Um, where can people listen to your album? Uh, they can add me on OnlyFans or Snapchat Premium. Um, they just Google it really. You just Google uh, Anthony Rogers doing stand up comedy and it shows you. Or you can Google Anthony Rogers and it just comes up these days, you know. Ten years in the game. You could Google me now. Where can, where can people find you? Uh YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Can I don't have a Twitter anymore. They took my Twitter away. But I, I I'm on YouTube. I'm on like a bunch of, I'll probably have a special Amazon Prime soon. I'm negotiating that right now. Um, but but right now, YouTube Apple Music, everywhere but fucking Spotify because they're fascist losers and like uh, they won't they won't let me call people gay satanics and make fun of Fauci. So yeah. uh, anywhere else, you know. Okay. All right. Well, got anything else? Did we leave anything else? Because, dude, I mean, it's been great. It's been a riot. It's been a riot. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure people are either going to love us or hate us, but I don't care, man. I am glad you're yourself. You speak your mind and well, you just... You just don't give a fuck. 
and can I get an amen because of the f bombs <laughs> in here? I'm just gonna say it's gonna be explicit. This is yeah. gonna be our first explicit. Oh wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to make sure there's a disclaimer and it's explicit. But dude, like seriously, man, when Anthony Segura, shout out to Revolution Coffee Company, absolutely our sponsor. When you said your name and how you did things, I was like, dude, you know, I'm gonna take a take a suggestion out of his book and go for it. So right. dude, I appreciate you, your honesty and dude, how you, how you do your comedy, man. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you guys as well. Awesome. I appreciate, appreciate y'all having me on your show and stuff too. Thank you. And uh, shout out to my mom. I wouldn't be here on earth without her. So uh, thank you parents. Um, and uh, thank you God for making me awesome. And uh, thank you guys for having yeah. me on your show. I appreciate each and every you thank, listener. Thank the, com- the cable company for uh, having no cable to have you. Yeah, I'm glad my I'm glad my dad's balls smelled that one day, so she wouldn't blow them and had sex. With <laughs> and, 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 and like uh, 36 years and nine months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Happy belated birthday, brother! And if, yeah. whenever you come over PNW, let us know, dude. We'll be there. Look us yeah. up. Yep. Sounds good. God bless y'all. Thank y'all for having me on. Keep yeah. touch. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm gonna pause and then we'll talk more. Okay. Hold on. Cool.